Welcome to this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning episode of Here For It Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Demon Semen. All semen ain't good semen. I just want you to know that. All semen ain't good semen. So even though the, the president is currently... Uh, endorsing doctors that believe in demon semen and um, aliens uh, DNA being in vaccinations and shit like that. The vaccinations uh, are supposed to make you uh, turn away from religion. <laughs> <laughs> and she just became a doctor last year. <laughs> that's, that's not how a doctorate works. Uh, I'm like, but, I participated in all these surveys already, and you, and yo, you're one of residency. <laughs> Demon semen. That's why. Demon <laughs> semen. Demon semen is out here. It's all, all semen is not good semen for you. You have to recognize what is demon semen, and don't let that in your body. You can get it in your eye. You get herpes in your eye. You can get corona in your eye. Mm. So, demon semen, be on the lookout. Do not allow demon semen in your life. It's it's a detriment. Demon semen. She was on the panel with other doctors, and um, she was giving praise to hydrochlor whatever. Hydrochlor. So I just reposted the video. Okay, so did you ever have you like have the world's the world's leading anything in the world? Before I tweet this, is she reputable? <laughs> Do she have a medical degree? Before I tweet this. Those are she, questions that all these other people, bitches she's sitting up with their wit. Is these bitches worth? Sorry, <laughs> I just get passionate. You know how I just get passionate. Watch out for the demon semen. That's all we're saying. Um, my name is the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, uh, aka Mr. Make sure you subscribe, BKA, the keynote speaker at the Beyonce for President. Uh, Convocation. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet. And of course, still celebrating 10 years strong and 10.4 million views, um, whatever their website I work on. I think it's called This is the Power Side with Myself, Ronald Matters.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank y'all for act the fool, girl. Act the fool. <laughs> act Look, the fool. it's my money and I need it now. Uh, so subscribe to us on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash here for a pod. And my PayPal is Ronald Matters. I think I'm scary because the founder donated to anti gay um, people. <laughs> Donate to me on Cash App. I think that's safe. Ronald Matters. <laughs> Anywhere you can find your, your um Until you your find man. out that they're all interconnected. You know what Cash App is owned by somebody else. Because um, PayPal owns Venmo. I know all the cryptocurrency is interconnected. Mm-hmm. All I'm it. also on my Vista at Ronald Matters. Y'all are not gonna like the kind of porn I be watching, but if you want to add me as a friend on my Vista, I'm on there at it's Ronald. It's gonna be Mr. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> my man, birthday coming up now. I'm trying to figure out how I can make plans with him. Oh, is he a Leo? No, he's uh, his birthday is the same day as Beyonce, just a different year. Oh, he's a Virgo. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nine four. The least smart Virgo I know. Um, <laughs> our icebreaker this week. Our icebreaker this week is what y'all watching on Netflix? Moesha. Yeah, watching um, sister, sister, the game, girlfriends, Parkers, half and half, one on one. Y'all gonna watch any of that since um, Netflix decided it wanted to be black all of a sudden and uh, buy the rights to black shows. So y'all black asses can watch it and sit y'all black asses down because that's what I got from it. I'm hoping that's the goal. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, but shout out to um, I think her name is Ed Jasmine B. Knowing. She um retweeted something um about the um Beyonce homecoming, 
And then Beyonce retweeted her. She works down to the Netflix um, Strong Black Lead or something like that. So when Jasmine, so we all, the Beehive all started following Jasmine because we're like, well, she to connect down to the Netflix on for the black stuff. And so when Jasmine had tweeted that, we was like, Jasmine, bitch, how long you been working on this? Because Jasmine be knowing. She literally do. Um, we were like, oh, we need something to watch during quarantine. And I guess she got her and the team at Strong Black Lead down to the Netflix. They got on it. And I was like, the other girls didn't have the money to acquire the rights. But guess what? We got up here at Netflix. Debt. <laughs> Netflix is $16 billion in debt. And buying the rights to a sister, a sister child, fine. <laughs> we got some food stamps. <laughs> buying the buy rights it. to half and half. Yeah, we weren't going to pay the investors no way. So. <laughs> so I'm excited for half and half because they had the best theme song um, out of all of these shows mentioned, except for Sister Sister when they got the second version of the Sister the Black sister, Remix. Sister, I got my own mind. So, um, I don't know. Moesha is up there though, because I've been listening to the intro to Moesha and I'm just like, hmm. loving the morning, a new day is starting, gets me. Yeah, it just takes me back. It takes me back. The other ones, I'm like, mm, okay, can you get to the episode? <laughs> I don't remember the intro to one on one, so I know. No, I just remember Flex watching it being cute. I remember the intro to Parker's. That was cute because Monique was so, yeah, quirky. Uh, yep. Um, I don't remember the the intro to Girlfriends being fun though. Nah, girl. The, well, they reshot it and then they did the the. It was cute, but it wasn't that. like catchy. The song wasn't catchy. Yeah. Um, the intro to the game. Mm-mm. Gross. I didn't watch that. Derwin. I mean, he wasn't cute to me. I, he wasn't cute to me. I mean, not, now Pooch Hall ain't ugly by any, you know, like, but just like me, I got my um, senior year going on. I'm trying to graduate summa cum laude. Didn't do that, but I had goals. I was going to say, you tried that. Because I already knew who, we all knew who the valedictorian was. So, <laughs> so that was out the picture. So I wanted to graduate something. Um, you just want so to graduate. Was, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Down in the valley, hanky panky. Mm. Um, so yeah, just I, the game wasn't on my radar. Okay. Well, what are you guys watching on Netflix? Are you guys gonna watch the 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 new black shows, the the black coming that Netflix is giving us? Or I not? think sister sister coming nine one. So I'm definitely that's something for Labor Day weekend. We can put on our radars. But why are y'all dragging Moesha like this? They was like. Every episode, they make a joke about Kim being fat. They come fly into it. <laughs> they do. I'm I'm five episodes into the first first season, and every episode fat. And I was like, she ain't even. She's she's uh and juicy. thinner. She's thinner than she was in later seasons, and they still called her fat. So, <laughs> oh, society. Yeah. Um, so let us know what y'all are watching on Netflix. Um, thank you guys again for subscribing to this awesome podcast. Um, support for this ghetto ass podcast comes from a couple awesome donors and from the beautiful people listening to us right now. If you'd like to see this podcast continue, please get over to our Patreon, which will be listed in our description. For at least $1 a month, you can contribute to keeping this ghetto-ass podcast on the air and on the necks of our oppressors and colonizers. Thank um, you. Shout out, we got two new subscribers. Shout out to, I hope I say this right, Lord, Travine Saunders, um, who's the signed up for the Friend to the Show package. Thank you so much for that. And plus, Frederick Smith. Thank you, Frederick. Just joined the um, Hereford Hive um, at $26 a month. So we definitely appreciate you. And we'll be sending you something to your inbox soon. Um, look out for that. Absolutely. And even if you don't got $26 a month, you can do it for a dollar a month. I know you got a dollar. I know y'all got a dollar. For a dollar Especially a month. since y'all ain't been going out. Well, some of them have been going uh, out. Well, this mm-hmm. negotiable. Um. There's no need to uh, start this off with anything other than uh, the most 
important topic, uh, which is Beyonce. I haven't seen it. What are you talking about? Hmm? What are you talking about? Well, Friend. girl, I guess I'm, I, well, I'll talk about it by my goddamn self. And you're just gonna have to listen. Um, Blackest King came to Disney Plus uh, over this past week, and so uh, I feel like it would be prudent for us to start there because whatever we did last week, it does not matter. Blackest King uh, is the most important thing that has happened over the last week, and um, it was legendary. Of course, I mean, no one thought that it was not going to be legendary of legends. Um, I watched it two and a half times already, and there are still things I see that I did not see the first time or the second time. So that tells me legendary. Like I've, that, that means Beyonce has created some content that I have to watch at least 10 times. This has become a, a college course of content. That I have to watch it this many times to pick up references and to see things that I did not see before. Um, what was your favorite part of this visual art movie? I was actually surprised that she put like one of the best um, videos on YouTube for free for the girls. So already is one of my Jones, and then um, Mood Forever. I'm gonna now, get that. When she slayed with the butler and then she had him carrying her gown. And then look <laughs> at the camera. In sync. In sync. And the girls were dragging on Twitter like, that is so racist for Beyonce to have a black um servant. I mean a white a servant. White. Do you know how many hundreds of years <laughs> that people have had black servants and he had to work on set 30 minutes for a Beyonce video. He fine. Y'all be saying nothing about in these rap videos where y'all be throwing these fake hundreds renting these mansions for videos and that y'all be trying to have an Alfred. I'm sure Beyonce paid that man well. And if he ain't wasn't paid well, he ain't complaining because you know he putting on his LinkedIn, I was in a Beyonce video. That's payment. <laughs> That's something I can't say. <laughs> okay, because if I put that on my LinkedIn, I'm getting shirts made. <laughs> shirts, hats, <laughs> shot glasses, bumper stickers. <laughs> Okay, the little things y'all putting on the back of cell phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the above. Key pops. I think that's what they call. Mm-hmm. I worked with Beyonce. <laughs> so, what was your favorite? I am unbothered. Um, yeah, same. It was <laughs> between already love... and Move Forever. No. Oh. No, Move Forever was just it. For oh, me. Okay. So as soon as Beyonce, uh, well, let me preface this. The whole project was gorgeous from moment one to moment end when all these the drone shots started to the blackity black and the black of black of showing all of Africa. The whole thing was gorgeous and amazing. So I'm going to say that. But what made my coochie wet was move forever. And I know that she did that directly for me because all the rest of it was for hey let me show you you guys some historical context of what um context of what you know this lion king story would look like in africa i agree i'm very entertained by that but move forever made me sit up in my seat as soon Uh as she sat up in that bed with the um at the eye coverings that said mood on it I knew that I was about to get a Beyonce entertainment. And for the whole rest of that part, I was fully engaged because she was doing the most in the best way. She and was doing it, the most in the best way. And what that set up was she woke up in her bed and what was she doing getting ready to have a get together? And you know what happened when she got to that backyard? They went into a brown skin girl. And that that was the, the best way to go into that. That was really beautiful. Yes, but Move Forever took my wig off. Yeah. It took my wig off. It threw my wig on the ground. It spit on my wig. It uh uh, uh it uh, it did a boom kick on there. <laughs> it, it Cupid shuffled on my wig. <laughs> it was disrespectful. Disrespectful. She did 
did not have to do that, but she had the power. She had the vision, she had the power and the will. And I'm glad she did because I'm going to still rewatch it again. Black is King. Oh, so that was the other thing. So I think that white people obviously are mad about it being Black is King. How dare well, you? How, how the fuck dare y'all? But I think it's also a play on words. <clears throat> so it's called Black is King, but I think it's a play on word of Blackest King. So if you say it really fast, Black is King, it also sounds like Blackest King. And you see the hues of the men in the um, visual art movie. Mm-hmm. There are no light skinned men. It is all dark. Not even like aim no caramel complected men. It's dark skinned men. Blackest king. And I like that. And I think that maybe I could be reading into that a little bit. I was like, girl, this sounds like a demon semen got your theory head on. <laughs> you married, you taking some demon semen probably, Chill. I only I only work in, in heavenly semen over here. <laughs> I don't. Mm-mm. No mama. Um, we only work in heavenly semen over here. Um <laughs> But yeah, oh, black, so black she dedicated it to Sir, and yeah. I was noticing how there's another theory on the webs where it's she starts out face painting the little boy during the ceremony, and then he grows up and becomes this person who she's dancing with in already. Mm-hmm. Remember, she did, had the little tongue out moment. They're saying that 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 whole the whole thing is supposed to be a story about how the little boy that that was on she was carrying, and then he was walking beside her on the ocean. He grows up to become this being, and this important. And then she was talking; they were talking about how when she had the horns on, that was supposed to represent something. <laughs> other religion, no, something positive. Um, and then, like, yes, it was. There positive. was another man who looked eerily similar to like a um religious um icon back in like the 1400s over in africa and she just was and even that book that she was reading the girls found out that it cost 400 something dollars i think it was called black gods so beyonce left you so much without breadcrumbs without pushing because they were their people are yelling at beyonce for promoting the black agenda but really, all Beyonce did was like, look over there. That's really all she did was say, look over there. This is out there. You can go find it. Um, and I appreciate that because what am I doing? Sitting on Twitter looking at the conspiracy theories and trying to see who the designers was. And even the girls who did her hair, they're like, yeah, I worked with Beyonce. You know, shout out. Thank you, Beyonce, for being so kind and paying me my rate. Uh, so... Everybody, everybody ain't asking for a discount from these black designers. So, I mean, there's all of that. Um, <laughs> mm, I had so much to say, and I was just like, edit, Martel, edit. Edit why? It's a great My name project. is D Superman, not Martel. Um, mm, the Christians that thought that things that she continues to do is demonic. Huh? Demon semen. Um, because <laughs> I don't even. I'm because I could go in for twenty minutes on that. I'm not even. I'm just gonna. I leave mean, that you have you. a podcast. I do, and that's why because we have more pressing issues to address than Christian saying Beyonce is demonic for referencing African uh, religion. Y'all want me to sign up for Ancestry.com, Twenty Three and Me.com? Oh, why? Because y'all selling it to me. Y'all selling me how I can go find my history. And Beyonce just telling me on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Or okay. the website. And you also been history. telling me my history from the Bible as well. Oh, and the, then the also- same Bible that kept me in slavery, the same Bible that subjugated me and told me that I was going to hell because of my sexuality. So you keep that Bible, and I'll go over here and I'll find another religion. Why are you doing that? And then when um, they erased our history from the history books, I was watching something over the weekend. They were talking about the slaves were happy in their huts. No, what the fuck we weren't happy in our huts. And there were a few rebellious people. Uh, there weren't a few of us rebellious. We all was upset. What you talking <laughs> about? And y'all want to see y'all want to teach me that. There was a man who um lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he said he didn't hear about um the Black Wall Street until he got to college. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, I, I forget that I've seen that video already, but I saw it again over the weekend. He said he was in college and he was they were t- telling him about a, bl- a black, well-established neighborhood in the 1920s. Right and outside he didn't of believe Tulsa. it. He was like, uh, I'm from Tulsa, bro. What are you talking about? Because why? They want to erase that. But then when I, when somebody teaches me about my own shit, then I'm a demon. You the demon, girl. You know who would say something like that? Demon, the demon. Demon, demon, the demon, demon, the demon would say something like that. Yeah. Um, to close out, oh. Black is King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I had like, okay. To close out, Black is King. Uh, <laughs> Beyonce was also disrespectful for uh, being in fifty different outfits. All of them cost over ten thousand dollars. Y'all do the math. She had. 50 different outfits in this whole fucking movie. You know, she liked the catalog stuff, so you know it's going oh, right it's, in oh, it went the warehouse. Back storage. It went, yeah, it went, right it on went, into the warehouse with storage. the so dress and all that. Yeah, Blue can wear that in 20 years. Uh, or, and Rumi. I was going to say, yeah. Sir might wear it as well. Hello. We <laughs> walk around in our mama's clothes. And imagine our mama's clothes being... Imagine our mama's clothes being that pussy. Um... She changed 50 times in this goddamn thing. And every fucking outfit wasn't a bad one. They all cost over $10,000. Over $10,000 in these outfits. And you want to argue with me about B7? No one's... No, I'm not even going to let nobody argue with me about that. Um, But y'all want to argue with me about any other of y'all faves that were one outfit? Two outfits for a concert on stage and sweated the whole motherfucking thing off. Okay, y'all stop arguing with me about Beyonce. I, it's not good for your health. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your phys- physical health because when coronavirus is over, I'm willing to fight people about this. I'm willing to fight. That's all. Have you listened to B7? Because she's no. The people who claim they can sing are saying it's the best vocal performance ever, but the people who don't, like, um, okay, we understand, like, putting a layered vocal, but, girl, how many layers? Is this a seven-layer cake? Is this a, a nine-layer salad? What are you doing, girl? It don't take all that. If you got the voice, you don't, if you the vocal Bible, you don't have to do all that. So I haven't listened yet, but that's what the girls are saying. But that's what I'm saying. So if it was great, then... Other people that have listened to it would be able to point to the greatness of it. No one is like, oh my God, when I listen to this album, uh, track one, track three, listen to this. This is going to be amazing. This a, I can't believe she wrote this. I can't believe she sang like this. On, I, I ain't heard nothing from that. Nothing. My Twitter ain't giving me that. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Black Planet, nothing. No one is talking about the shit because it ain't shit. Moving on. Um, well, I don't have those same opinions because I haven't listened yet. I'm just saying what social media is saying. So um, if y'all have listened to the album, what do you think? Make sure you use our hashtag here for it hive when um, discussing the show. And if you would like to cancel us for our brandy opinions, please get over to our Patreon right now. Uh, <laughs> the link will be in our description. You can get over there right now. And then once you contribute, we will be canceled. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Our next story is um <clears throat> somewhat hopeful. Let's hope that it moves forward. I'm not sure. I'm a little bit pessimistic these days, especially when it comes to topics like this. But our next story is uh the House of Representatives has passed an amendment that would overturn Donald Trump's uh ban on transgender people in the military. Uh, his ban has been effective uh, since April 2019, meaning people cannot openly be trans in the military. Uh, there is one person that got a waiver, which we reported on months ago. In the Navy. Outside, yes. But outside of that, people cannot openly be trans in the military or join as a trans person. And so the new measure uh, that was introduced by um, Representative Jackie Spear a Democrat from California, 
um, was approved uh, and it is a part of the current spending budget, um, the amendment would allow trans people to actually be allowed in the military to join and allowed to be out in the military as trans people. Um, since the trans ban was implemented, only two trans service members have been considered for waivers. Again, we reported on one. I don't know if the other waiver have, has been approved or not. I know one has been approved. Um, the Pentagon reports uh, that Congress last month showed that no waivers had been denied. That means one is still in litigation. Then. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this is an important step. Uh, obviously, the House does stuff way before the Senate does, and then we wait on the Senate to figure out whatever the fuck she's going to do or not. Um, but I think and hope that this goes forward um, and hopefully it passes the Senate and um, we get change because there's no reason that people should not be allowed to be trans in the military. What gender you are does not dictate your ability to serve in the military and to do your job and um i have spoken out against that while i was on active duty and i will speak out uh for it while i'm not on active duty as well period <laughs> i'm here for it <laughs> so i mean i don't have any i know i'm supposed to have colorful commentary but i mean like i mean like that's the truth <laughs> i mean like period <laughs> uh and you turn it in and you just wait three to five business days for your A. And then you're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> we'll turn in the project. Okay. Well, I'll accept my A for that project <laughs> as well. Then. Um, the next topic I think um, I want to talk about because um, there are two stories going on right now. Uh, one about... Um, a YouTuber, multiple YouTubers actually, that I will not name because girl, fuck them, uh, that have come out and said that they were a part of the LGBT community because they caught smoke. And they're not. What? It, I need to listen to her for a podcast. <laughs> I need to listen. Who? I so, know that Trisha Paytas girl did it. I, I said I was, last that, year. Man, you, you help me. Help oh. Me. Sorry, I just I'm trying to remember. I'm like I'm a, I am a little bit gay, so I have to. I'm just a little bit, y'all. So I know that other girl pretended to be trans. Okay. So I, I'll let you lead the story. Come on, Tippy Topics leader girl. <laughs> Come on. There are YouTube people that we will not mention. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me in prayer, okay? <laughs> there are YouTube people that we will not mention. Uh, that have come out to uh, try to um, co-opt the movement of being a part of the LGBTQ community to keep smoke off their asses because they have said other things, said and did other things. And um, I just would like to say uh, a couple things. You can be an advocate you can be an ally or my favorite, you can be an accomplice to the LGBT community, but please do not be a chameleon. A chameleon is someone that uh, changes his color to fit into the uh, environment that it currently is in only to survive and then move the fuck on. That's what a chameleon would do. And the things that some of these celebrities and YouTubers are doing right now seems very chameleon-like. You are changing your colors to be like, I'm a part of the LGBT community. Look at me. Uh, I'm in the community. So you can't you can't cancel me. You can't not listen to me. Look, I'm in the community. Or I got mental health issues and don't. You are a chameleon. That's not the same thing. We are looking for allies, we're looking for advocates, and we're looking for accomplices. We're not looking for chameleons. Um, um, sound like liars to me, but like, so I was oh, like, oh, it's all a lie. Oh, uh, you I'm probably do have mental issues. Is. Yeah, yeah, you probably do have mental issues if that's what you're doing to survive because 
you're you're doing something wrong where you can't live your full truth and so you're coming up here trying to join girls that live their full truth and make fun of it sweetie get away from me get the hell away from me move Ugh. stop especially in them shoes get away from me <laughs> and then the makeup stop wanting <laughs> to be one of us and camouflaging yourself as such to protect yourself from other hard truths you got some other hard truths that you got to figure out and leave us the fuck out of it. Leave us alone. Leave us out of it. In a time of YouTubers um, and celebrities pretending to be trans for clicks and likes, we need to be mindful that there are people that really live in the actual LGBT community and suffer the consequences of being LGBT. And you will never be one of those people. You don't have to suffer the consequence of somebody kicking you out of the house because you're gay. You'll never have to suffer the consequences of being fired at your job because you're gay. You'll never have to suffer the consequences of being killed because you're trans. You'll never have to suffer suffer the consequences of um, uh, uh, not being able to date people because you're bisexual and people don't understand bisexuality. Those are consequences innate to the LGBT community that you don't understand, won't get you not a part of. Stop trying to co-opt our movement because you are trying to get some of the smoke off your back. It's not cute. I'm not here for it. Is Billy Porter imposing your notes? No. So, the girls, the Emmy nominations came out. Billy Porter's nominated. We talked about this last week. And so, I, I don't understand. Well, I do kind of understand. But, like, right now, India Moore um, released a statement down to the social media saying that she was upset that those... What what Billy Porter said last year as he accepted the award in the newsroom of, um, well, this is mine. You know, I'm glad that we're all here. We're all in the building. But this is mine. Um. Was Billy Porter wrong for what he said last year in hindsight? Is India Moore right? Yes. India Moore is right. So, Billy Porter, if you would like to cancel here for a podcast before <laughs> I say this, please go over to our Patreon right now. Uh, the link will be in the description. Uh, feel free to cancel us. If we say uh, us. Like that's why we I'm getting ready, there. but that's why I'm getting. I, I preface that with saying that. So Billy Porter, I believe, has worked his ass off and is deserving of awards and recognition. Billy Porter is also not reading the room that he's being accepted by white gay America right now, and that is how he's getting all these awards and recognition. He's not being celebrated because he's a black gay. He's being celebrated because white gays feel like, oh, look, okay, that's one. I can give it to that and and I'll be good. Look at me. I got a black friend. He doesn't realize he's the black friend. Don't just be the black friend. Be the black friend that brings up your trans sister. Especially you got five goddamn trans sisters on this show. And, and, none, of the show. and none of them are being recognized, and it's they goddamn show. So how the fuck are you being recognized continuously for being the lead actor in the show, and none of the lead actresses, none of them, none, not one, you're the only person on the show that did a good job. And you can't read the room and see why you think, so Billy Porter, you really believe, oh, you all about to cancel me. <laughs> Billy Porter, you really believe that your range is so great that you are the best thing on that show and you are the only thing and the only person that should be nominated. Hmm. I don't think so. And I think that Billy Porter is being very narcissistic about himself if he can't understand why the trans women who lead the show, who leads the show, uh, have a problem with him being the only person being recognized is very misogynistic. And that's why there are levels and when we say, you know, misogyny just doesn't come in white, misogyny just doesn't come in male, it happens in, in, in gay. Misogyny 
happens all the time. People want to have power over someone else and say, well, girl, I'm better than that. So, mm. I am definitely hopeful that Billy Porter, well, before India Moore commented, I was already hoping that Billy was going to say, I see what you guys are saying. And through this next award campaign, I will make sure that I always bring Evangelista or Wintour with me on the carpet because, you know, like this is my moment as I'm out here in the dress. But this is also her moment because this is her story and I'm supporting her tell her own story. I, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that when they're pulling Billy Porter over to ask whose gown is he wearing, because it's that's new to ask a man whose gown is he wearing, he make he requires that whoever he brings with him can also be a part of the interview. And I think definitely getting more exposure so trans women can see themselves in more places like Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood, and things like that will definitely, definitely give them more exposure because they'll end up in the videos, their names will have to be printed in the head headlines and that will give more space to tell the story and hopefully more people the right people will see that it's happening and they can be um also nominated next season i was hoping before india said this that that was already going to be happening but i do agree that india was right for calling it out stay to get playing because girl that's what it looked like i see the nigga every day for three months. I, I'm more comfortable saying it than y'all are saying it. Nigga, you look crazy standing up there holding a damn trophy, talking to all these white white people by yourself, talking about some whatever the fuck that was you said. And as your yeah. homegirl um, and your coworker, you are you do look crazy. Yeah, number one, uh, that's gonna make season three really awkward. <laughs> go back up the set. Um it's gonna be really awkward. Uh number two, I this is not this. I don't say these things to be a hit piece on Billy Porter because I do believe Billy Porter does yes. deserve nominations, wins, trophies, uh, being on red carpets, slaying. Again, we've talked about the sledge of of Billy Porter. I believe he deserves these things, but I also believe at the same time when he's accepting all of these wins and things, he it shouldn't just be about him. It's not about him because the show is not about him. Literally. The show that he's winning all these awards about is about ballroom culture and the ballroom culture around uh, the LGBTQ community, not just the G in the community. And Billy Porter represents the G in the community. There is the LGBT around it. So why is it just you? Why do you feel like, why does, I love Billy Porter, so I will leave that there. I love Billy Porter, (laughs) but I do believe Billy Porter should be, should read the room room and do a little bit better, I think. Okay. Well, we discussed that. And he can fight me. I mean, he can fight me. Girl, chill. It ain't that kind of party. It is over here. I'm willing to fight. Make sure you guys are leaving us um, your comments on Apple Podcasts. Um, We got some recent ones, and do I have them pulled up? No. Um, But thank you guys so much for leaving us your comments. Let me see if I can can manifest this for uh, 10 seconds and waste time and pull up our reviews. I'm going to keep talking, and my iPhone is like, the Wi-Fi don't want (laughs) to work. I would say it's a pandemic belief. Shout out to Be Chillin'. He wrote on Apple Podcasts, Hey, fellas, I just want to say thank you guys for keeping us sane and up to date with what's going on in the world of the LGBT community. Times are tough for some of us, and we need laughter to relieve the tensions. Keep up the great work. We are here for it. Oh, thank Um, you. That's an awesome review. And like an hour before we started recording... Someone wrote us a tweet. It says, Louise Baton, they tweeted, if you want to listen to gay men talk about real issues and not be transphobic, may I recommend Here For A Pod. So thank you so much for leaving us reviews. We need more of them so we can grow and um, campaign for $8. Confirmed. <laughs> um, again, last but not least this week, uh, execute Ed Buck. Ed Buck is still alive. Uh, He's still eating food that our tax dollars pay for. Uh, And getting masks. Face masks. 
you kill two, you you kill multiple black men, and so ain't you supposed to be out here like the rest of the girls? If it's the Lord's way and the air that He created for us to breathe, shouldn't you be out here one of them girls? What you out here messed up for? Jordan hmm. Sparks and Chris Brown said no air, <laughs> and so I believe that there should be no air for Ed Buck. I'm I don't I, I I do not believe that there should be air for Ed Buck. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want my, my tax dollars to go for it. I don't want your tax dollars to go for it. I don't want nobody to donate to it. I There should be no heir for Ed Buck. And the Ed Bucks of the world. Because Ed Buck ain't the only Ed Buck. Like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, damn, what was that? Ronald Dominique was the the killer from the 90s that was doing the Ed Buck things to men of color in New Orleans before Ed Buck was doing them. So, as far as we know. That probably got um, a Facebook group. Ugh. Oh, they got a 4chan, for real. Oh, I'm sure. It's on the dark web. It's on the dark web. So, those people, they gotta get out. Get out. Get out. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta get out. Uh, so, execute Ed Buck. That's what I got. The song for my soul this week is I'm gonna read y'all this one lyric. This one lyric pissed me off so bad, and then I'm gonna tell you the story about how I, it's a story. <laughs> so uh the girl with the snake, the black girl with the snake before the white girl with the snake did it. And I love the white girl with the snake, but the black girl did it first. Who's the black girl with the snake? We need a resolution. She said. If you had let me know, I wouldn't have put on my clothes. Oh, yeah. And I was so mad. <laughs> you could have, no, you could have gave me more hints than that. But I know the lyric because I know who you're talking about now when you said the lyric. But the black girl with the snake, I was like, what the fuck is the black yeah, girl with the was, snake? Oh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm over here doing the moves, y'all, yeah, by the way. Mm, I'm up here. Mm. So that came out after, I thought Slay for You came out before that. So I was talking to a dude last week. <clears throat> Oh, girl. So, you know, my therapist was like, well, you're lonely. Um, I'm like, I am a little lonely because I go to work. I come home I, and I close myself off in my office. I can't talk to my staff because child drama stuff I can't talk about on the podcast. Yeah, but but uh, <laughs> <laughs> then I do that at work. Then I come home. Then, you know, I'm alone at home. And she keeps asking me, so what do you do for fun? Girl, quit acting like this is our first time chatting, bro. <laughs> what I do for fun. All the shit I told you already, it's already in my file. I like to get drunk, hang out, <laughs> and turn up. I can't do none of that during the fucking pandemic. Ugh. I told her last week, I've been telling her the last two weeks, I'm not paying you no more. I'm not. Because she keep telling me to sign up for these dating sites, and I'm having no success. Song for my soul. Yeah, uh, this emotional terrorism. It sounds like. <laughs> I'm like, so you, I decided so you to sign up for dating. I, I don't understand Tinder, and now I'm on OK Cupid, and OK Cupid was twenty nine ninety nine. OK Cupid Plus. I'm like, girl, I could just sign up for a porno site. I already know which one I want to sign up for once this OK Cupid expire, but it's not in my budget to do both of them for the month of August. Mr. But so I was talking to this dude. It didn't work out. So then I started listening to niggas ain't shit. You know, I go down there because we need a resolution. You need you need a playlist of these <laughs> these songs. There you Follow- go. Look at that. That could be that. That's niggas Patreon ain't shit. It's on. It's on. Playlist. Spotify and it's on Apple Music. I'm still working on it. It needs to be updated. But so I was listening to all the songs about the niggas not being shit. And when she got to, we need a resolution. She said she was just so pissed about everything else. And then they were supposed to have a date night. And then she said, if you had let me know, I wouldn't have put all my clothes. And you know what? I was mad. I'm like, (laughs) we just virtually dating. But I remember in real life when people was dating, and you actually had to put on clothes and put your cologne on and use your Scentbird subscription or actually... Or your um, beg the girl at the Macy's counter for the sample of the new um, Jay Z or the Justin Timberlake, because the Jay Z gold smells really good to some people. The Justin Timberlake plate smells really good to some people, and then um, Creed is out there. Oh, Creed was so good. Ooh, so um, and so then good. one mi- one million. What it one was million. called? I got one, one million mi- on the dresser right now. 
And then, like, when you had to put on your clothes, and then the next slide was, where'd you go instead? It was four in the morning when you crept back in the bed. I said, and he was like, shit, that's why this is the song I'm listening to. This the song. This this song. First of all, you ain't went nowhere. You ain't put on no clothes or went nowhere. So I don't know what you that, agitated about. That, that, because I, imagine imagine if I actually had did put on some clothes for this nigga. Imagine if I had you actually. No. I was you just talking. You didn't go nowhere. You went from your goddamn couch to your bathroom. What are you agitated about? Bitch. Top some damn virtual date and calling me on FaceTime at one in the morning. Yes. I'm trying to virtually date because he don't get up till 1130. Imagine me. <laughs> and so imagine <laughs> if I had to actually had to do something to actually prepare to get ready and keep for this nigga. It would have just made me more mad. <sighs> <laughs> so you mad you're mad about what you did not do that you possibly could have done because <laughs> you didn't put on no clothes you didn't go nowhere you didn't have no date you mad this is about my, what this is my testimony okay <laughs> okay this is my testimony <laughs> my journey so, and you didn't put on no cologne so <laughs> the fuck this is my journey to the living room <laughs> You didn't put on shit. <laughs> Keep me in prayer. <laughs> All right. Um, um, the song for my soul will be more sensible. <laughs> uh, this uh, goddess put this song out in 2003, uh, the year of our Lord and Savior. And um, she meant it when she said it, unlike my co host. <laughs> she actually did these things. <laughs> uh, she said, I love the way you make me feel. It slows down time. Come in my bedroom and turn off the lights. You whisper softly in my ear, makes me unwind. The way you touch me lets me know you're mine. I'd rather be with you because I love the way you scream my name. And there's no other man that gives it to me this way. I'd rather be with you because you hustle hard to take care of me. I'd rather be with you Boy, I'd rather be with you. I could go on. But I know y'all y'all know the ministry and the testimony that that song gives. Because it gives. In 2003, Beyonce decided that uh, she was going to give us a, a solo album, finally. Uh, and on that solo album, she put Be With You. And that song still hits like grits, knocks like boots. It be with you, Beyonce, two thousand and three. Listen again. Um, I think there are new Beyonce stands because of Black is King, but if you are a new Beyonce stand, go back to her original solo album and listen to "Be with You" and see where it started. And get the progression. Be with you. Woo! Well, you know I'm here for it. I mean, it's Beyonce's debut album. And they said she didn't have one hit on her album. So I have five. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only follow-up answer to that. Um, Who are you here for this week? Okay, so this popped up on the timeline this morning. I think it came out yesterday. So Axios, A-X-I-O-S. I think I got two. Oh, I got two things I'm here for this week. Axios political correspondent Jonathan Swan has a 37-minute interview with um, number 45. Mm. Where he pressed him yeah. on yeah, a lot of things. And when I tell you that amazing journalism, hello, journalism was at work on that day, baby. I am absolutely here for it. 
Jonathan pressed 45 about his virus response, child trash, and he showed up with charts on some paper that, that Haley McEnany, whatever her name is, press secretary <laughs> later gave him. And so Jonathan was asking questions about the death rate per capita, and then 45 was responding with, well, according to this chart, it say this. He said, of course, they made it look good for you on the chart, but I'm talking about reality. Yeah, because he brought his own paper chart. He bought like what what would make him look good on paper, and then asked his assistant to hand him the paper. So he was like, "Look, I got I got my school report." Jonathan was asking him about reality, and then had the Meccanini girl mm -hmm. pass him charts. Ch no, he said, oh, "No, I'm not talking. I'm not asking you about that 45. I'm asking you about this." So as as your press secretary, why did she pass you the chart that shows America looking great in that? Basically, but anyway, so um, every time 45 tried to skirt around the issue, um, you know, Jonathan just said, No, 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 I do not want your stock answer, I want the answer to my question. And so, if you can find the interview on the internet, AXIOS, um, Jonathan Swan, make sure you look up his interview, I was absolutely here for it. And the second thing, well, first, before you get to the oh. second thing, make sure you've cleared your conscience, so you need to. Um, make sure that you are good before you watch this because it is oh. angering, infuriating, oh. infuriating to see the president of the United States abdicating responsibility and leadership in this interview. So if you are not in a good place and you don't want to watch the news today, you don't want to like see the things that are going on around us right now, don't watch it right now. Wait till you are in a better place. Go ahead. Um, let me make sure I get this website right because I think I wrote it wrong in my notes. That ain't it either, Mary. Oh, Lord, I got the website wrong. Oh, my gosh. Carrie Washington was on The View last week and she was promoting a website that I clearly wrote down wrong in my notes. I thought it was called Ballot Ready. Um, and it's a website that has over 95,000 people who are running for office in 2020 ballots <laughs> ready. So ballot ready, the website, yes, ballotready.org. Mm -hmm. Um so make sure you go to the website. I know Tennessee is voting on um August the 6th and there's over 20 people running for Senate and ballot ready talks to you about each candidate um, they're a little bit about their professional background and the platform that they are uh, running on. And so Georgia is supposed to be voting soon. I think Georgia votes this week as well. I think Georgia votes this Friday. And so you can definitely. But these are local elections. So early presidential elections are not going to start till September. And so um, Kerry Washington was advocating that, you know, we're all passionate about this presidential election. But when black men get shot out in the streets um, like these district attorneys and prosecutors and things that we elect and all these other elections that go on all these titles I don't know and keep up with that's why you can go to ballotready.org and see what's going on in your area because the things you're going to be mad about um, dead bodies laying in the streets for six hours those people you more likely um, get to vote for in a local election and you need to know what these people stand for so I'm absolutely here for the website ballotready.org yeah, uh, and she was promoting the same thing on um, Real Time with Bill Maher. Um, I is it was their interview good? <clears throat> it had some problems, oh, but it, oh. with the problems, I think were more on his side because Bill Maher is becoming more of a fucking Republican in isolation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there, and and he's mad because they cut his check as well. <laughs> so. Uh, but she she did say the same thing. Um, she she had a a good I think it was maybe a eight minute interview with him about the same subject, which I heard, and she was talking about some of the same topics. Uh, and they also were talking about a black woman VP. Uh, I, I, okay, so I will also go on record and say because by the time uh we record the next episode, we will know who Joe Biden's vice presidential pick is. If it's not Kamala Harris, I'm not talking about it no more. 
But you know you still have to go in the booth and pick it, right? You still have to go in the booth and pick it. You just don't have to talk. I'm about just it. not gonna be excited. I'm, I, I, well, I'm not excited anyway. Even if even if he picks Kamala Harris as his vice president, I'm gonna be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go vote. I'm, but I'm not excited. I'm not like when I went to go vote for Barack Obama. I was like, bitch, we gotta go vote. I remember putting my mama in my car to go vote for Barack Obama because she was like, oh, I'm ready to vote. But I knew she wasn't getting ready to get her ass up out the goddamn chair and go vote. So I made sure to put my mother in her car, in my car, excuse me, in my car to make sure that we went to go vote for Barack Obama and her vote was counted. My vote was counted. I remember that excitement. I know that that excitement is not getting ready to happen in November because, girl, one, Joe Biden. Nobody's excited. Problematic. Get shirts. Two <laughs> pandemic. So I know that that same excitement is not going to happen. But um, if he does not pick Kamala Harris as his vice president, I'm going to be trying to email my my vote. I'm going to email my vote in. <laughs> excitement. No. Um, what I'm here for this week. Um, is finally in 2020 we are getting some of the hatred the fuck out of here um, there we go uh, Twitter has permanently suspended David Duke uh, if you don't know who David Duke is David Duke was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan uh, he's also a admitted neo-Nazi, um, hater of black people, hater of gay people, anybody that's not white or cisgendered girl, he said, fuck you. And so now Twitter had said, fuck you, <laughs> you gotta get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out, out, get the fuck out. Uh, David Duke has repeatedly violated the social media site's rules on hateful conduct. Uh, and uh, Twitter said, girl, <clears throat> you going to keep playing? You going to keep playing? Oh. <laughs> and they working from home. They didn't, even, <laughs> they didn't even have to put on no clothes. Twitter did not note specific tweets that caused the ban against David Duke, but the company has been cracking down on messages that incite violence, promote hate, and spread lies. Uh, he has led racist, anti-Semitic, and homophobic KKK meetings and rallies from the 1970s to today, currently. Uh, he has unsuccessfully ran for president. I don't even remember him running for president, so that's how unsuccessful that was. <laughs> uh, so David Duke uh, is a boil assist on the asshole of America. So if you can think about the whole body of America and we are being affected by a pandemic right now, uh, we've been we're being affected by social justice changes and criminal justice changes right now. That is the whole body of America. You know where we find David Duke in the asshole. The crack <laughs> of the asshole. That's where the fuck we find people like David Duke in the crack of the asshole. We got so much other shit going on. David Duke is the crack of the asshole. And Twitter said, you know what? Get out. I'm going to take... I'm I'm going to take some cephalosaurin for this. Um, every antibiotic. Suppository fish. <laughs> you got to get out. <laughs> you got to get out. And I'm absolutely oh. here for it. Oh. Also, really quickly, while it's on my mind, someone else who up there in that asshole, Donald Trump told Jonathan that Black Lives Matter has not asked for a meeting with him. Sweetie, it's, <laughs> we, had, we painted it right out in front of your house. <laughs> Knock, knock, nigga. We out here. <laughs> what? Again, when I I watched the interview, and that's why I preface what you were saying with make sure that your conscience is clear before you watch the interview, because it's hilarious and it's infuriating <laughs> at the same goddamn time. Why in the fuck would anybody associated with Black Lives Matter reach out to Donald J. Trump? Why? <laughs> because you said 
look at my African-American over there one time, you think that they are the people that should reach out to you? For what? What is going to change? Not a goddamn thing. Girl, bye. And I'm done. <laughs> um, it sounds like it's time for our last call. It is time for our last call. Okay. <clears throat> we have both poured ourselves a shot of uh, I know it's tequila on that end. Is it tequila on that end? Oh, no, it's fireball. Oh, girl. Huh? If y'all get over to our Patreon uh, and at least uh, support us for $1 a month, my co-host will be able to buy tequila and not fireball. Uh, so we'll be able to do this last call correctly. But we're going to do the best that we can for right now. Uh, if you have tequila or fireball, uh, please pour yourself a shot. And take a shot with us. It is our last call. Yeah. Well, my last call is to the incomparable. Uh, unbothered. Unmoved. Unbossed. Unchecked. Bad. Bitch in charge on this earth and on the earth after this earth. James Baldwin. Father James Baldwin's birthday was August 2nd, which uh, is a couple days before the recording of this podcast. And I wanted to make sure that we acknowledged. Uh, the novelist, the playwright, the poet, the activist, the f- uh, fucker up of shit. There we go. That was, that's the term. He fucked shit up. He's the fucker of up shit. Close enough. Yeah. Um, James Baldwin was before his time. Uh, James Baldwin is uh, my hero who I have always aspired um, to be like, uh, to be um, I've, I've always aspired to have the range. Do I have the range? Girl, no. Will I aspire? Yes. I have aspired to have the range of James Baldwin. Um, his birthday has just passed and I want to wish him happy birthday. He is my last call. James Baldwin, again, if y'all don't know him, read a book. This is if you if you don't got no books to read right now, go tell it on the mountain. I mean, I'm not gonna go down the list, but go read a James Baldwin book. Look at some of James Baldwin's interviews. James Baldwin has engaged with Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King. If you are talking about what the black renaissance is and you want to look at black gay history of what the the black renaissance was, mm-hmm. look at James Baldwin. And hopefully uh, some of y'all will if you've never. James Happy birthday, James Baldwin. Happy birthday. Um. My last call goes to the um, transgender news special called Stop Killing Us by Complex Magazine on YouTube right now. Um, It follows leaders in the Black Trans Lives Matter movement, including Nala Toussaint, Bella Muni, and Casa Ruby. Well, and Ruby Carrado, who's over the Casa Ruby LGBT Community Center here in D.C. So, um... The Complex Magazine, through their video news segment, um, were interviewing trans women at Casa Ruby, and um, Bella started her own, she grew to start her own organization. Um, She was identifying, coming to terms with, yes, she has two kids, but uh, she really wants to be trans, and she was considering committing suicide. She really wants to be trans or really is trans? She is trans. There we go. In the past, she was coming to terms with being trans, and she was talking to her therapist about committing suicide, Um, and her therapist said, well, I want you to meet somebody before you do that. 
And so Bella's therapist introduced her to Ruby. Um, and Bella was so inspired by Ruby that she started her own organization. So, I mean, like, a lot of the... Tra- it's letting trans women tell their own story. So... Um, save each other. Yeah, uh, literally. Um, so, um, Stop Killing Us on Complex Magazine's YouTube channel. Um, it's a 20-minute news segment. Make sure you guys tune into that. And that is my last call this week, because what are we doing? Saving each other. Yeah, that's what I was saying, like, immediately while you were saying that, it sounded like uh, it was someone else identifying that she needed support. And to save her, here's another trans girl or trans woman to save you. Yeah, it was a really beautiful to watch. So um, please tune in to Stop Killing Us on YouTube. Outstanding. Thank you guys again so much. Um, please get over to our Patreon. We recorded a special episode uh, for Patreon this week with um, our supporter, Al Washington. He talked to us about um, being older in the gay community, the gay community in Atlanta, politics, and a myriad of other topics. And you will only be able to hear those topics on our Patreon. And so, the Antonio Brown situation going on down well. there. Shell. Yeah. Yes. And if you get over to our Patreon right now, you can get access to that for at least $1 a month. We really appreciate that. Again, it will continue to keep our podcast on the air. Um, I am still the Superman. T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. Uh, A.K.A. the nigga that want to go back to the beach. And my name is Ronald Matters. First, follow the show on the internet at Here For It Pod anywhere on social media. Make sure you guys are checking out Here For It. Oh, I gotta... Uh, ooh. Mm. Daddy is always on my neck. I gotta pay for something coming up. I thought I did pay. Okay, I don't know. Uh, y'all Patreon dollars really go to help everything going on. So pr- please support on Patreon. Um, things hereforitpod.com, hereforitshop.com we want to keep hereforitlive.com so nobody else can take it uh, but, but we don't me. know when that's going to happen <laughs> I don't know even Al was like y'all should come to Atlanta and we were like Al, we were trying to come to Atlanta <laughs> Al, we were trying to come to Atlanta um, so I'm Ronald Matters follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course ronaldmatters.com the revolution will be televised or put on a podcast or put on a t-shirt girl bye